For millions of years, the rivers and sea have deposited and taken material to create a landscape, constantly evolving. Nowadays, we think we are in control of this system and try to keep the sea behind the dunes between the dikes. And actually, we are quite good at it. We can create stronger dunes by making nature work for us. For instance, the sand motor at the Dutch coast. Some rivers are even channelized to flow the way we want them to go. But it would be wrong to think that we all have made this landscape ourselves. We are constantly influenced by the powers of the past million years and try to fit our needs into the landscape that has been there for a long time. We, as humans, are influenced more by the existing soils and rivers than we can ever influence them. The Betuwe is a great example of the interaction between all geological depositions and humans. In this podcast, we will zoom in at the village Hemmen and its surroundings. The history of a noble, fa noble family of a castle located in this area will be discussed, as well as some geohydrological characteristics of the area, because this area is also used for extraction of groundwater which is done by a drinking water company. This podcast has a corresponding bike tour in the area of Hemmen. In this bike tour, you will stroll around the fields and gain more insight in the effects of the drinking water extraction and gain even more knowledge about the history of this area. Already a thousand years before Christ, and in Roman times, there were already people living in this area. Because the rivers sometimes flooded this region, there was a fertile soil and a good area to grow food. From the Middle Ages onwards, this area was surrounded by the dikes and the rivers have not changed significantly from that time on. That was also the time when villages were formed in this region. In the 10th century, a noble family built a castle on a somewhat higher part of this region. The old river levee was a perfect place to build a castle as it was a steady base. Also, there was enough water available because the linga was located right next to the castle. Around the castle there was a canal to protect it from enemies and around that were fertile fields of sandy clay where all sorts of crops were cultivated. This was called the Old Garden of the Castle. From the 14th century onward, the Prince of Linden married the princess of the family located in Hemmen, which was also the time the castle got in the hands of the new family, the family of the Linden. From that time, other houses and the church were built in the village, which were also part of the land of the Lord. The castle stood there until the first half of the 18th century, when a fire burned the castle down to the ground. Later it was rebuilt as a more, in that time, modern house, with a big English garden inspired by other houses built in the area. The area got less dependent of weather, because the former water boards could better manage the water level 
and now also the fields on the north side of the area along the road. It could be drained and used for agriculture. Until 1930, the family of Linden ruled the castle. But in 1930, the landlord died childless, so the last lord set up a foundation to keep the castle in its place. Which could only stand there for 15 years, eventually, as it was destroyed by the allies of World War II in the battle for Hemen. This meant the end of the castle, but there are still some ruins left, which you can still visit and stroll around in the park, which is, which is around the ruins. In the bike tour, I will provide you extra information about his castle. Most of the houses and 600 hectares of land is still in the hand of the foundation that was set up by the last lord. The land use in the area between Hemen and the Rhine is used for agriculture, as said. The soil becomes more clay when you go to the side of the Rhine and is therefore hard to cultivate. That is why there is mostly grassland when we get closer to the Rhine. At the south side, the topsoil contains more sand and is therefore also good land to cultivate other crops. Now there is even an experimental farm who experiments with fruit trees in the northeast part of the area. In more recent history, namely 2006, a drinking water company started to extract water. They are situated here because the soil layers in the ground are a good buffer for the extraction to prevent droughts. But some parties do say that the extraction area did influence the environment. If you look close to some houses in the village, there are cracks in it which is caused by subsidence, which in some cases can be caused by the uh, drinking water extraction. Also, some farmers are facing problems with severe droughts in the summer. Although most of them say the dry summers are the biggest cause of this problem, the drinking water extraction could also make the situation even worse. But that's still uh, researched by a special advisory commission of the provinces. To research the effects of droughts on farmers in combination with the effect of the drinking water company, I have conducted interviews and did some soil measurements. In the interviews I did with the farmers, I heard that they, they had difficulties with the drought. But most of them had also efficient ways to irrigate their fields. For example, the experimental farm uh, has some drip irrigation installed. The more commercial farms uh, did not have some drip irrigation, which led to more problems for them because but because they could not irrigate as efficiently as the experimental farm can. This can even be prohibited in times of drought, because the channels cannot run dry. In the bike tour we will look at weirs and pumping stations that also um, care for the fact that the channels cannot run dry.
The soil measurements I did were done with an auger. I drilled in the soil to 1.2 meters and then felt and looked at the soil to get to know if it was sandy, loamy or uh, clay or a combination of the three. Most of the soils in this area were sandy clay. That means that the greatest part was clay and a small part of sand. This means that this area has a great water retention capacity but is still a bit looser and therefore also more fertile. In this layer water can't flow very fast so water can also not run very fast to the layers beneath it. Concluding, there is a lot to say about the history and land use of this small part of land. But also some things remain unclear. As said, we are mainly led by the geological and hydrological processes that already have taken place. But the amount of influence we have on them is not yet very clear. That is why I wanted to find out if we know the effects of our own interventions in the soil. If you want to learn more about the consequences of the extraction area in Hemel and this area in general, you can do a bike tour in Hemel. You can do that with the Peak Bike Tour app, which you can install in the App Store or Google Play Store. There you can enter the code 6050. Also, you can read a case study on the effects of human interventions on water scarcity and excesses in other places in the Netherlands and Belgium. Thank you for listening to this short podcast.